How can average working citizens like us, how can we reform our unjust financial system to erode the wealth and power of big banks, traditional corporations, and the super rich, and redistribute that wealth and power to average working citizens without relying on politicians or regulations? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist, investment advisor, and founder of Stakeholder Enterprise. On today's show, I'm going to get personal. I'm going to start off with a story uh, from when I was in sixth grade and 12 years old. And when I was in sixth grade, um, it wasn't middle school. It was the last year of grade school. So we had one teacher and a class full of 30 other students. And uh, at sixth grade, um, I was an accomplished athlete. I was an all-star soccer, basketball, baseball player, uh, a standout swimmer. I picked up on subjects very quickly. I was able to learn uh, math. I, I never struggled with school, got good grades. The problem was is that I let everybody know this. I I was not a, a humble a kid, um, a braggart, and definitely a, a big ego. And I remember uh, the uh, my sixth grade teacher gave the class an assignment uh, to write about what they th- what we thought needed to change to make our our class. A better classroom. You know what would make our classroom better. So um, I remember, you know, writing this. I I don't remember exactly what I I wrote, um, but uh, the teacher uh, was going to read out loud some of what the students wrote in the class. So she starts reading, and it was the the it was all about me saying how I was disruptive and uh, not a team player. And um, I was the reason why the class uh, wasn't a a, a good place to be in for this person. And I was like, whoa, gosh, that was a hard thing to hear. Um, And so then, then she started to read the next uh, writing assignment uh, from another student. And again, I was the problem. I, the, the, these two people who wrote uh, this assignment were saying that I was the problem with the class. And, um, and then the teacher didn't read anymore. Uh, we had a field trip. Uh, afterwards. And I remember her saying something about how I needed to learn humility. Well, um, I was certainly humiliated. I don't think that being humiliated is a good way to learn humility. Um, I was, it made me angry. I remember the bus ride uh, to our field trip. I don't remember where we we're going. I remember the bus ride sitting by myself, kind of stewing and just being angry about it. And it was 
close to the end of the the school year. Um, but it, I didn't, I wasn't cooperative all of a sudden, nothing like that, you know, no real change. Instead, I probably dug in my heels deeper and, and made, it was even a bigger pain in the ass in, in class. So, um, and it took me years, really, I was angry for years. It took me years to heal myself from this. I, I now look back at it as a traumatic moment in my life. Um, to being called out like that in such a public way um, and having such a big ego too, it just, it hurt. Um, now, I know I've been speaking uh, about love uh, recently and uh, I want to be humble about speaking with love. Um, and I... I I'm not an authority on love. I know I'm speaking about it. I'm defining it. I'm talking up the power of love. I, I wouldn't call myself an authority. Uh, a practitioner, absolutely. Uh, definitely a practitioner. I've been, you know, and I think most of us have been a practitioner of love for our whole life in, in some way. But I, I wasn't an active a practitioner really until 2016 um, when, you know, I had hit rock bottom as, as far as having low self-respect and, and self-dignity. Um, and then that's when I started to practice uh, love and, and really starts with self-love. And when you love yourself, you're able to be gentle and forgiving when when you're being honest with yourself you're able to be honest with yourself when when you really practice self-love and because you can be gentle and forgiving you're you're able to be brutally honest and and um and that's really helpful um because i learned something about myself in 2016 that had a a fundamental you know monumental shift in in my perception of life um because i was lying to myself i was lying to myself saying that well i don't care what other people think of me i don't care what he thinks of me i don't care what she thinks of, of me they th i didn't care what anybody thought of me this is what i would tell myself since i was a kid I would, i'd be telling my i'm certainly told myself on the school bus going to the field trip when I was in sixth grade, I don't care what they think of me. Lies. It's all lies. I was lying to myself. And I was able to be honest with myself finally when I started to practice self-love. Self and this monumental shift in thinking was that I do care what others think of me. I care what you think of me. I care. I can't help it. I care. When you start practicing love, you care. That That's part of love. And so the, the big shift was caring what other people thought of me, but not being afraid of what others thought of me. That was the big monumental shift. Uh, that is the power of love, not being afraid of what other people think of you. 
And I think it's important to talk about love and the power in love because of our own unique moment in history. Um, there's a lot of talk about the fourth industrial revolution uh, revolution happening right now. Um, this is with regards to all the new technology that's that's happening uh, so fast. You know, I'm I'm 47. I didn't have a cell phone in high school. Uh, that's unheard of now. Uh, all kind of things that are happening. AI, Chat GPT uh, is crazy. Um, the Internet of Things. You know, your refrigerator letting you know you're out of milk. Uh, blockchain technology, crypto, all all of this new technology, uh, and I, I don't I, I I don't disagree that we are going through a, a fourth industrial revolution, but I, I I think there's another revolution going on. Um, this is it's a behavioral revolution. Um, human beings are changing their behavior. Uh, throughout history, if we could see that human beings behavior hasn't really changed much, you know, you, you hear stories about the, the Roman empire and the greed and the envy that was going on then. And, and today you could even have similar stories about the greed and the envy. But there is uh, an undeniable shift in our uh, behavior. There is a, a push towards compassion and empathy. Uh, there is a push towards equality to eliminating um, racism and, and sexism, uh, ignorance. Uh, there is a big, big push. Now, there's certain, I would say that in, in many cases, it's an overcorrection of, um, of trying to shift our, our behavior. And that has to do with a lot of uh, shaming and humiliating uh, people whose behavior may appear to be racist or sexist or um, you know, unthoughtful, not compassionate greedy and envious jealousy there there is a lot of shaming and humiliating going on and from my own personal experience that is not the way to uh to help this behavioral revolution it's only going to hurt it um that's why i think it's so important to talk about the power of love um because the power of love, that should be the, the catalyst of, of this behavioral revolution. And if we are going to reform our unjust financial system, our behavior is going to need to change. And we need to uh, inspire others to change their behavior. And you have no chance at inspiring someone when you're shaming or humiliating them. It just makes a person angry. It certainly made me angry, and and so that's that's why I, I I really am passionate about talking about the power of love, and not afraid to talk about it. Even though my past self would feel so uncomfortable 
I th- oh, who's this cheesy guy talking about love? I'm not afraid if that's what you think of me. Not anymore. Um, it, it's just too important to to uh, our, our future generations to to live in, in an economy that that looks out for the well-being of ourselves, each other, and our planet's finite resources. And that's not going to happen uh, without the power of love. My name is Paul Lovejoy. Thanks for joining me. I am a crowd investor, and I see you are one too. If you'd like to learn more about how to reform our unjust financial system legally, ethically, and without confrontation, go to stakeholderenterprise.com.